Thanksgiving is not just a holiday, it is a way of life. As we study the scriptures with Scott Pauley today, we pray that God will help us learn how to develop grateful hearts and homes. I was trying desperately to explain to a young man on an airplane years ago about my faith about the Lord Jesus, about the truth of salvation, and frankly, I was getting nowhere. Oh, he was asking questions, and he was giving his arguments, and he was debating. And uh, he said to me, I don't even know that there is a God. And of course, I tried to explain as we looked out the airplane window about creation and about the Bible and all of that. And finally, I said to him something just from my heart, almost out of frustration, I came to the end of my debates and I said to him, well, let me give you the greatest thing I could tell you. I know there's a God. He said, how do you know there's a God? And I said, I know there's a God because He's changed my life and I've talked to Him today. And He's talked to me today. And He's making a difference in my life every day. And at that moment, for the first time in the conversation, my young friend had nothing to say. Why? Because when you begin to share the change that Jesus Christ has brought in your own heart and life, that very thing that I I used last, I should have used first. When you bring people to the change that Christ has made in your life, you're bringing them to the essence of the gospel. The Bible says in Psalm 107 verse 2, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. And we've learned that we must begin first of all by saying that we were lost, identifying with them explaining to them we're all lost, we're all sinners. Even church people are lost without Jesus. No church saves a man, Christ saves a man. So you begin with your lostness, but you don't stop there. Quickly then, you lead them to the Lord. The Bible says in Psalm 107 verse 6, they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them out of their distresses. This is salvation. So first you say you were lost, then you say something about the Lord, But there's a third part to every good gospel testimony. I think, honestly, probably this this third part of a gospel testimony is the most neglected. In the average testimony, when you hear someone stand up and talk about how the Lord saved them, everything is past tense. Uh, It is all about their life before they came to Jesus or the experience of salvation that happened years ago. But a good testimony is never past tense. No, a good testimony is always present tense because God is always present tense. He's the I am. Has the Lord Jesus Christ made a difference in your life today? Let me begin by reading where we started our study this week and read all the way through uh, the verses that follow. The Bible says in Psalm 107 verse 2, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy and gathered them out of the lands from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south. They wandered in the wilderness in a solitary way. They found no city to dwell in. Hungry and thirsty, their soul fainted in them. Then they cried unto the Lord in their trouble, and He delivered them out of their distresses. Now, we've studied up to that point in verse 6, but listen to the rest of the story. Verse 7 says, And it doesn't stop with their prayer for salvation. It doesn't stop with the moment when God redeemed them. No, that's just the beginning, my friend. Verse 7 says, And He led them forth by the right way 
that they might go to a city of habitation. Here's the third great part of a good testimony. First, you were lost. Second, you met the Lord. And third, He now leads your life. He's changed your life. Listen to the word again in verse 7. He led them forth by the right way. That doesn't always mean that you and I do the right thing or go the right way, but it means His way is always the right way. So you're not pointing them to your life. You're pointing them to the Lord and the difference He's made and how He leads you and the change that has come. And not only to this life, but notice the, the world that is to come, that they might go to a city of habitation. One of the great differences that the Lord Jesus makes in our life is not just for time, it's for eternity. It is certainly now He is with us and we have eternal life now, but now I have hope for eternity. I know when I leave this world where I'm going when I die. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I come full circle back to where we started this study. I believe that witnessing is not simply presenting facts about God. It is actually praising God to others. I believe that thanksgiving and the giving of the gospel are actually one and the same. That what we're doing as we give the gospel is we're simply sharing with others the difference the Lord Jesus has made in our heart and our life. We're speaking up for Christ. Think of this. The Lord Jesus spoke for you. He spoke for you at Calvary. He died for your sins. He spoke for you when He ascended back to heaven and sat down at the right hand of the Heavenly Father and began to make intercession for you and I. He speaks for you today. And when you witness, what are you doing for Him? You're speaking up for Him. You're saying so. You're explaining to others the difference Christ has made in your life. The Apostle Paul loved to give his personal testimony. He loved it. As a matter of fact, if you study the book of Acts very carefully, you're going to find over and over and over again that every time the Apostle Paul had the opportunity to share the gospel, it seems like he makes a beeline for his own conversion, his own salvation testimony. I think that's profound that a man who experienced so much revelation and had so much theology in his mind and heart tried to always keep it simple, to make the personal connection, and to give his own story. He never got far removed from the difference the Lord Jesus had made in his life. As a matter of fact, one example of this is in Acts chapter 22 and verse number 15. Now, the Bible says in Acts 22, 15, that God said to him, Thou shalt be his witness unto all men of what thou hast seen and heard. Now, that's interesting. What is a good witness? It's just simply sharing what you have seen and heard. As a matter of fact, the Lord Jesus said to him, you're going to go and you're going to share your testimony concerning me. Uh, that's powerful. Paul's ministry was by and large a testimony ministry. He's giving the message of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, the very next chapter, Acts chapter 23 and verse number 11, uh, the Lord stood by him, remember, in the middle of the night in the storm and said, Be of good cheer, Paul. For as thou hast testified of me in Jerusalem, so must thou bear witness also at Rome. Witnessing and testifying are the same thing. Now, they're to be done everywhere with those that we meet, everywhere we go. And none of us ever grows beyond giving our testimony. If the Apostle Paul didn't go beyond giving his testimony, then you and I certainly shouldn't. But look, it doesn't matter how long you've been saved or how much Bible you know, 
how many things you can talk about, you never get away from the cross of the Lord Jesus Christ. So let me just ask you, do you have a testimony ministry? I didn't ask, do you have a preaching ministry? Do you have a singing ministry? Uh, do you have a ministry of helps? I asked, do you have a testimony ministry? Because this is a ministry that every believer should have. Charles Haddon Spurgeon, the Prince of Preachers, who, who more of his recorded sermons are given in book form than any preacher in history. Think of that. Did you know that as you read his pulpit sermons, over 300 times he gives his personal story of salvation? It's almost like it was one of his favorite things to share. May I tell you, it should be your favorite thing to share today as well. Tell them you were lost. Tell them you met the Lord. Tell them He changed your life. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. We thank God for you and trust that today's study was an encouragement in your journey with Christ. For additional helps, visit us online at scottpauley.org. And remember, grateful people are the ones enjoying the journey.